I hope you guys are having a great week. I hope that when you're listening to this um, episode, you're in great spirits. But if not, that's okay too. Um, I told you that I was going to be documenting my um, fitness journey, weight loss journey, whatever, health journey um, via my Instagram, which is girl underscore, I don't know, underscore, underscore. And I have been, I have been posting everything in my story. So you can catch me over there just to see what I've been up to and the um, the steps that I've been taking. I'm documenting everything. Like it's really been, it's been a struggle with the eating part, but I'm still showing progression. Um, I cut out wine. I cut out soda. I'm not eating fast foods. Um, I'm sticking close to my or within my calorie um, for intake for the day. Sometimes I do go over. I'm not even going front. Not not a lot of times, but there are a few times where I might have went over or inching closer to my max. Um, And what I'll do is I'll go to the gym and I'll work that out. Um, You know, burn some of those calories off. And so I've been staying very vigilant and conscious as far as that goes. And I'm really excited. I see a difference in just my energy level. Um, Not so much weight. I've only been doing it for a week. Some people be like, I lost 7 pounds in a week. I lost 10 pounds in a week. Okay. Um, No, I didn't even weigh myself until a week after I started this whole journey. So I am 247 pounds, mind you. What the fuck? Never have I ever been even remotely that heavy. Okay. When I graduated high school, I want to say I was about 220 pounds. Like 220 pounds don't sound like a lot, but it looks good on a 5'7 frame. It wasn't too bad, okay? So I was around that that weight. And um, shit, even after I had my son, I was down to below 220. Um, so to be 247, it's just like, ah, girl. Um so, ugh, that's just a lot. That's almost 250 pounds. What happened? Depression. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, your girl is back, um, and I feel good. I don't know if I've lost any weight or any inches thus far. I just know that I feel better. Even when I wake up, I feel better. I don't feel as bloated or pudgy, um, I feel active. I feel good. I got some energy going. Um, I cleaned up my yard last night just to burn a little extra calories. Um, today I'm taking a rest day because everything hurts. My arms hurt. My ass hurts. My thighs hurts. My um, back hurts. My shoulders hurt. Um, everything hurts right now. So I'm just going to take a little bit of a break because I've been going every morning. I'm just going to take a little bit of a break. Um, and depending on how I feel later on tonight, I might go. So that's just an update on my journey so far. If you're really interested to see what I've been doing it again, doing, I've been documenting that on Instagram. Not so much what I've been eating, um, just more of my gym trips. Um, but if you'd like to see more about what I'm eating, which I haven't mastered just yet, um, then let me know. And I'll also document that. I might just do it anyway um, on Instagram. So... Today's episode, we're going to do 16 questions. And this is something I saw on TikTok called 16 Deep Conversation Starters. I am a deep conversation type of gal, okay? I am very reflective. I'm very much a deep thinker. Um, 
as I stated before, communication is my love language. Like my dream situation is to be with a partner that I can just talk to and we have like this mental camaraderie. Um, If that word makes sense for that sentence, I think it does. I'm looking for that mental connection, um, conversations that we could just have and laugh and um, really explore the depths of our, you know, thought process. And, oh, it just makes intimacy so much better. I just love communication. It's just, I love, I love conversation. It's my favorite. So here are 16 questions and we're going to review them. If you would like, you could use these 16 questions, um, for you and your person or your friends or whatever um journal prompts whatever you want um so the first question do you believe men and women can be strictly platonic friends yes i believe that men and women can be strictly platonic friends for a certain time depending on sometimes we go through things in life that shifts our emotions or have us feeling um vulnerable temporarily and we make decisions and um maybe gravitate to certain situations that we never seen in a certain light before um and it can tend to like blur lines a little bit. So yes, I do believe that men and women can be strictly platonic friends, but I do believe that it could be, those lines could be blurred um, at different points of that relationship. What are your most excited, no, what are you most excited about for the future? Hmm. I'm always living in the future and the past. I have trouble living in the present. So um, what I'm excited about most for the future Hmm. Happiness. Like, I just want for my future self to be very satisfied, confident, financially abundant, um, stable, traveling, happy, in a happy relationship. Um, just living my best life. That's what I'm looking for and forward to in the future. Peace. Peace, stability, um, Authentic love and authentic experiences. What's something you would love to experience for the first time again? What is something I would love to experience for the first time again? Love. 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 Because I would want to do it differently. And that's why I said I would want to experience it for the first time again. I want to do it if I can go back. I want to never lose myself in love. And um, lose that relationship with myself. Because before love, I was such a dope-ass person. And I just didn't see it. I would sit in my room and dance and create and write and sing and play with my hair and look in the mirror and play with makeup. And I was in complete bliss, okay? Just bliss. Just living my fucking life. Just happily living my fucking life. Um, I wasn't, you know, I always struggled with 
certain things. But it was just like, I was happy. I was happy and I felt like when I met love, things kind of just started to dissipate. Because my first love, I mean, I was 17 and we lasted for 17 years on and off. And I did have relationships in between. Um, But in that one, I just kind of lost that person. Like, I've never seen her again. Um, I'm starting to meet back up with certain um, aspects of her, which is truly exciting. I mean, almost enough to make me cry because I'm starting to meet her again. And um, the feeling is amazing. Like, oh, bitch, I remember you. Girl, where you been, bitch? It's been horrible. Like, I've been out in these streets. (laughs) And, you know, it's like a time stood still. You know, my my childhood version of me is still in her room painting, creating, and singing, and playing with her hair, and just excited to just be in that moment so i'm excited about that um what's your advice for people trying to heal from breakups uh ride the wave don't internalize anything um i feel like when you're hurt it's like There's no antibiotic. There's no nothing. Tylenol, you know. There's nothing that fully takes away that pain. You just really have to ride it out and see it through. And at the time, it doesn't feel like it's going to get better. Um, But then it does. Then you wake up. And it's like getting to live... another type of life like your your opportunities open so much and you know there's other people that you'll you'll see that other options and experiences you'll get to have with other people and um it's like a new beginning <clears throat> a few things um do not follow up on them don't check their social media cuz you're just going there to get your heart broken every time Don't check their social media. Stop texting them. Stop putting the expectation like it. You said it right the first time when you when you wrote that long paragraph and you sent it to them. And it seems like they didn't hear you. They heard you. They know exactly what you wanted from them. They knew they know exactly what you're asking of them. They can't give it to you. So what happens is they make it an issue of you like you're asking for too much or you're doing too much or you're crazy or this or that. Whatever the case is, they heard you the first time. They can't, won't, not willing to do it at that moment. Um, So stop texting them. Stop begging them. Stop going to their social media. Don't ask about them. Really make it about yourself. Picture yourself just looking in a mirror, being a peeping time. And looking at them play out their life the very way they want to play it out, right? They're making all that. They're not even thinking about you. They're making all the decisions that they want to make. Excuse me. Um, 
that they want to make for themselves. And meanwhile, instead of you living your life, you're too busy looking at how they live theirs. You're missing out on experiences that once you're healed and once you're ready, you're missing out on the best parts of your life. And don't do it. Don't sacrifice yourself because that's what it is. It's a sacrificial thing. You're throwing your life in a line of fire just to watch somebody else live theirs and be bitter about it. Don't do that. Ride the wave. Start reflection. Start looking into what triggers you about them. Start healing yourself. And then just sit and think, what are the things that I've stopped doing because I've been so distracted in love, hurt, pain? What are aspects of myself that I miss? What can I bring back? You know, what What part of me have been missing? Like, just start looking into yourself and pouring all of that time into yourself. And it sounds very cliche, but it, even though that answer is that simple, it works. You just got to give it time. You got to give it time and you got to stop torturing yourself. Sorry, I lingered on that question a lot because I just got over one and it took me a while. Um, Let's see. Even though I never checked the social media because I'm like, uh-uh. Go ahead with your bad self. What's one thing in life you want your future kids to know? Oh, what's one thing in life that I want my future kids to know? I tried my best. That's it. I tried my best. I love them with everything in me. And although I did not make all the right decisions, um... I've made some really hard decisions in order to better their lives. So I tried my best and I love them immensely. So that's what I want them to know. I, that's what I want my kids to know in the future about me because I already have kids. So it's not what your future kids. I already have these bad boys. I want them to know this in the future as they get older. Six. What's your motto in life? Ooh, I've come up with a few. Now, show yourself grace. Ride the wave. Um, number seven. What habits are you trying to break right now? Uh, bad eating habits. Bad eating habits. Um, negative self-talk. Um... Laziness. Um, yeah, I would say that. What is your definition of love and feeling loved? Um, the definition of love is... I just want a... Mm, not what I want. The definition of love. For me. Why is this a question so hard to ask? Because how do you define love? Love is just natural. You can't really put a definition on it because it looks so many different ways. Even in the most unhealthiest of ways. Love could still be there. Love has all definitions. (laughs) 
Um, but my version of feeling loved is communication, dependability, commitment, reliability, um, trust, um, in it together, doing it together, communication, a tight bond, a unit, um, just really authentically just loving each other. And it's beyond the distractions. It's beyond the material world. It's just beyond all of that. And it's just is between us. Um, Speaking of that, my girl, Tina, said something. She is seeing this guy. Um, Tina, don't kill me. And she's head over heels for him. And they went on a date recently. And she made this comment to me that made me fall in love. It was like... She said, he's the type of man that reminds me of my femininity. Ah, girl, that those those words were so real. He's the type of man that reminds me of my femininity. And it brought me into me being having to be independent because I can't trust anybody. I can't there's nobody that I've trusted I've been able to give or share responsibility with because if I did, I would be in a detriment. Meaning if something happened between us and they left and they whatever, I would be in a place of despair. So I never, never relinquished anything that was important for me to uphold for me and my kids. Never relinquished that. I never depended on someone else's being um, in my life. Meaning like I never depended on... um, them picking up my kids, paying a bill. Like if they pay bills or if they giving me money towards bills, I never spent it on bills because I didn't want that to be a part of my routine because then if it's not there anymore, what do I do? How do I, how will I manage? And, um, you know, I'm picking up heavy, heavy things. I'm picking up furniture. I'm moving furniture. I'm out there, um, you know, trimming my bushes and pulling weeds. And I I am everything. I don't have a partner I can share that with. I can't say, babe, can you take out the trash? Babe, my car needs an oil change. Babe, can you do help me do the lawn? Babe, this, that. I can't depend on anybody for that. Um, it's always just been so temporary. So when she said... Or, you know, opening my own door or being on dates where the man is just walking two feet in front of me and see nothing wrong with it. See, I, I went with my ex. He, I was complaining about he never takes me out, right? So finally, just for him to shut me the fuck up, <laughs> he takes me out. Um, and he knows I love seafood. So he, he takes me out to the seafood place. And it was cool. But then it was like he was walking in front of me the whole time. He didn't put his arm around me. Nothing about that felt romantic. It just felt super platonic. And then he expected to get laid afterwards. It was just like, yo, I could have took myself out for all of that. Um, So when she said 
he remind me he reminded me of my femininity. I'm like, yes, I would love to be reminded of my fucking femininity because I'm a fucking feminine woman. I'm only aggressive, assertive, or independent because I have to be, not because you know I want to prove something to anybody. It's because it's my responsibility to. I have children. And I have a home that I have to upkeep. You know what I mean? And if you are showing no no rhyme or reason for me to let my guard down at all, I will not. But I would love somebody to remind me of my femininity. That would be dope. Anyway. Um, would you ever get back with your first love? No. Hell no. Um, money or love. But if you choose money, you can't love or be loved. Um, I'm not one to worry about money. Um... I choose love because not just love in a romantic sense, but love for my kids, love for my family, love for my friends, um, possible loving connections in the future. Money, love can tran- transcend existence. Money cannot. Um, out of everybody, you know, out of everybody, you know, who has your most trust? Hmm. Hmm. Um, my mom. My mom. My oldest, my daughter, my sisters, um, my brother, yeah. Who knows you best and why? My mom, my daughter knows me best. My kids know me best. They do because they put in that time with me and, you know, we have that connection um, where, you know, we're always in the know with each other and they know my habits bad and good and I know there's bad and good and uh yeah what was the hardest thing you've gone through but realized it made you stronger in the end um listen I have Virgo in the seventh house which is traditionally ruled by Libra the seventh house is traditionally ruled by Libra, so it has those characteristics there. Um, and then I also have Mars, Pluto, and Saturn in Libra in the eighth house, which also governs relationships, and so does the seventh house. So my relationships with people have the most lasting effect on me. So it's not my career. It's not my... Um, you know, my experiences, it's through relationships that I've learned the best and worst parts of myself. Um, so I would say the hardest thing I've gone through my first breaking up with my first love, my first everything, my kid's father, that was the hardest thing ever I went through. It was so crazy. 
it was so crazy. It was one of the, that relationship was one of the hardest things I've ever been through. Breaking up was one of the hardest things I've ever been through. Um, uh, yeah, I would say that, but I'm stronger because of it. Cause I've learned, I just learned so much about myself and what I was capable of doing and what happens when you drop dead weight, you just start to soar in the air. <laughs> you stop dragging people who don't, who is just dragging, just, just dragging you down. You got to cut that weight off and let them go on their own journey. And that was the best thing I could have done. And it made me stronger, a lot stronger. Also having kids. Whew, Lord have mercy. What do you do when you feel anxious? I start to think and rationalize. And okay. All right. Okay. If I do this, if I do that, I do that. Like I start immediately going to planning. Uh, Capricorn, Capricorn sun, Virgo moon, instantly. Um, I start I start planning. I start organizing in my head. I start figuring out a plan. Um, and then... I'll go get a pack of cigarettes, even though I don't smoke anymore like that. But if I get too, too anxious, sometimes I'll just go pick up a pack and smoke. And it's so horrible. It's so horrible. Don't judge me. Um, But I don't smoke on my everyday life. Um, What is your deal breaker in a relationship? Lack of trust, lack of reciprocity, uh, liars, cheaters. Um, unreliability, um, flakiness, um, one foot in, one foot out the door type people, uh, people who don't have staying power, who has that flight, a fight or flight energy. Yeah, no. Um, non-communicators, um, uh, aggressive no, I don't want to say aggressive because I love a little bit of aggressive energy, but to a certain extent. Um, yeah, that's it. Liars, cheaters, manipulators, um, the fight or flight energy, um, uh, no communication, um, can't be trusted, unreliable, um, Distracted super easily, very distracted. Um, I'm not focused. Yeah. And last but not least, what are some lessons in life you're learning right now? Ooh, <laughs> save the best for last. Lessons in life that I'm learning right now is to never lose myself in any regard. Um, stay true to myself. Um, If I see it, if I feel it, speak up, no matter what the outcome is. Um, Trusting myself enough to to know um, what feels good and what does not. Um, Despite, you know, somebody trying to manipulate the situation or make it a me issue. Just really trusting myself and protecting myself and putting myself first. Um, Learning how to truly love myself and um show myself grace learning how to ride the wave 
Um, learning to push past my barriers um, and my comfortability. For example, I'm scared of planes, scared to death of being on a plane. Um, traveling alone was something I never thought I could do. Um, and I'm doing it. Not because I want to, No, I do want to, but not because I feel safe, not because it makes me feel comfortable. I, I, I get so anxious when things like that happen, but I'm pushing past those feelings, pushing past the feelings of fear um, in all aspects of my life and doing. And because of that, I'm experiencing more. I'm exposed to more. So I'm really great. Shouts out to myself, okay? If I could talk to my 2017 self, I'd be like, girl, don't worry. You about to go through some real life shit. But don't, I, it's going to be tough. I'm not going to lie. It's for the birds. You're going to wish you wasn't even on this planet. But it gets better because look at me. Uh, flourishing. We are flourishing. We will be fine, bitch. We are doing our fucking thing in 2022. And you are happy. So keep your head up, bitch. And stay true to yourself, bitch. All right. Anyway. Love you guys. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Make sure you go over to my Instagram at girl underscore I don't know underscore underscore and check out my um, fitness journey over there. Um, and um, keep your head up. Um, oh, also, I can, I'm on Spotify. I'm on iHeartRadio. I'm on um, Anchor iTunes. I'm all on, on all of those streaming platforms. So please check me out. And if you have it in your heart, please subscribe and write a review on iTunes if you have that. Um, put me on your rotation. Uh, my email address is girl, I don't know, 111 at gmail.com if you want to hit me up over there. And once again, thank you for coming to tune in to another episode. Bye, guys.